Hello and welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and you know my passion is to equip dads to be the hero they want to be and that their daughters need them to be. And I love hearing from so many of you about the things that you're learning here on the show that are really making a difference in your relationships. Well, before we begin, you know the template. It's on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme. Get set as I'm putting that into practical format so that you as a dad can understand how to take that theme and then move to the go step where you put it into action so that your love for your daughters and your sons are felt and known and seen by them. Well, today, as you picture yourself standing side by side, ready to run your fathering race, you are going to love the woman that I have joining us today. She's a guest who is, I would call her a bright shining star, and her name is Sarah Stump, and we've had so much fun brainstorming for our interview today, and we've landed on this topic as the On Your Mark theme. We're calling this 10 Ways a Dad Can Raise an Empowered Daughter. Sarah is 20 years old. She's a college student, lives in Indiana. She's well known for, listen to this, her love for Jesus. I mean, that is not what you hear every 20-year-old say. Whether she's sharing her story in front of audiences about being born without her left arm below the elbow, or she's winning beauty pageants, it doesn't matter because this woman just wants everyone to know that she loves Jesus. Here's how Sarah says it. Doing beauty pageants was a great way to be a voice. You don't often see people with differences, and many young girls thanked me. I hope to empower others through my own life and through my mission of imperfectly perfect. So you're going to love hearing her story of resilience. And Dad, if you have a daughter who ever struggles to fit in or who has ever been bullied, you're going to want to listen today to hear Sarah's story because she's lived through it all and hasn't let any of it get her down. Welcome, Sarah Stump. Hi. I'm so glad you're here today. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and share with us. Yeah, of course. I'm so glad to be here. Well, how about you tell us a little bit about how you came up with your mission statement, which is imperfectly perfect. What does that mean to you? Yeah, so imperfectly perfect to me, I came up with this because I just wanted other people to know that no one in this world is created perfect, but you know, we all have differences and we all have imperfections, but that's what makes us who we are. That's what makes us unique. But in God's eyes, he always sees us as perfect. So I always say that our differences don't define who we are, but they're a part of our story. And they're a good way to remind us that, you know, we are beautiful and we are different in God's eyes, but maybe not in society. But it doesn't define who you are as a person. It's just a part of your story. Amen, sister. And even though, like I was saying in the intro, you were born without part of your left arm. And today we're going to talk about how your dad has helped inspire your confidence, your resilience, and I would say pretty creative alternatives to getting the job done. So you know what you're talking about when you talk about imperfectly perfect. Yeah. I love that. Well, you and I talked about, again, like I said, how your dad has helped you, encouraged you, and I'm blown away with some of the things that you've told me that he's done to come alongside you, which I believe is going to serve as a model for other dads about how to do the same thing with their daughters. So we'll weave in some stories of your own that really help to underscore this, but we've, like I said, narrowed it down to 10 ways a dad can raise an empowered daughter. So without further ado, how about you start with the first one. What's your first way that a dad can raise an empowered daughter? 
Yeah, so my first one is for a dad to never allow the word can't to be in their daughter's vocabulary and to teach her to be determined and to never give up. Mm, that is so good. Do you have any examples of how your dad said, Sarah, don't use the word can't? Yeah, so with me having one arm, I'm always trying to do things different than people with two hands could do. So there is uh, one time that I was trying to make um, this present for this guy, and I had a wooden board, and I do had to nail these tiny little nails into this board, and then you would wrap string around it. And so I was trying to, you know, hold the hammer to nail these nails in and hold the nail, and I just could not do it. I couldn't figure out how to hold the nail with my little arm and hammer the nail in. And so I just, I called it about one-arm day, and I just started crying and crying, and I was just so upset that I couldn't figure this thing out. And mm-hmm. so I remember my dad coming into my room, and he was like, Sarah, what's wrong? And I was like, well, Dad, I can't figure this out, and I'm never going to be able to do it. And he was like, Sarah, a meltdown isn't worth it. He said, we're going <laughs> to figure this out in like a really calm voice. And he's like, we're going to find a way to do this. I and love it. So I was like, okay. And I was just still a mess. I didn't believe him that we were going to figure this out. And he left my room. He said, I need you to think to yourself and I'll be back. And he came back like 10 minutes later. I was still, you know, crying to myself. Mm-hmm. And he came with like a little clamp and that held the nail down and it had a string on it so that I could hold it down with my little arm and then I could hammer it in. And he figured out a way that wow. I could do something else that I that I couldn't figure out and that I was so upset about. But he said, you know, we always will find a way for you to do something. It's just going to be a little bit different. Wow. It's like your dad set you up to succeed. He yeah. didn't do it for you. It's like your dad didn't even allow the word can't to be in his vocabulary. <laughs> right. That's exactly. awesome. Okay, number two, way to raise an empowered daughter. Yeah, number two, I said, let her figure her challenges out on her own, but let her know that you're always there. So that kind of goes along with that story. Just every challenge that I always faced, my dad was always the one that was trying to figure out how to figure out my challenges. Mm-hmm. So he always put himself in my shoes, but then he always was like, Sarah, you need to figure this out on your own, but here's a way that you could do it. So whether that was putting my hair up, riding my bike, seeing my nails, he was the one that was trying to figure these things out. And he always let me know, like, you're going to have to figure this out on your own, but I'm going to be here if you need me or if you have questions. And my dad always puts his hand behind his back and always tries to do things one-armed so that he can figure them out first before I figure them out so that he can teach me with one hand and then I can learn from that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, to know that your dad puts himself, like, in your shoes, literally, you know, putting that one hand behind his back to look through your eyes and then figure out a way to make you more successful actually blows me away. I mean, let me, I mean, that even brings another question to mind, Sarah, is what would you say to dads who perhaps don't have a daughter with a physical challenge necessarily, yet maybe he struggles to look at life through her eyes. He wishes she would do it his way or do it differently. What would you say to those dads? Yeah, I think, you know, I think this is something that is difficult just for everyone to look at perspectives through other people's eyes and understand that we're all different and we don't, you know, run the same way. But I think that as a father, you just have to remember of what is a father? What truly is a father? And when I, when I say this, I actually think of Job in the Bible, the mm. kind of father that he was. 
Um, and he's just a father is loving, right? He's cautious, he's careful, he's understanding, and he's kind. So I think that if you just remember what a father is, you'll be able to look at those things and give those things to your daughter, daughter rather than maybe your perspective because your daughter is probably looking at it from a very different perspective. And I think dads have to remember that your daughter isn't you and you aren't your daughter. But you have to teach her what matters. You have to, you know, help her and show her ways to do things, but show her those ways kindly and lovingly and just try to work through. I know girls, and it can be complicated and have some attitude, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, just work with her as kindly as you can and just show her love. I think that's the most important thing. I think anything a daughter wants from her dad is just for them to show her love. You got it. Preach a girl. Okay, number three, what's another way that a dad can raise an empowered daughter? Yeah, push her to always do and be her best. Hmm, love it. Say more. Yeah, so this is something that my dad always told me. Um, He always said, Sarah, you know, always do your best. Always try your best. Don't give up. And something with this is that I always tried... I always like had a certain perspective of myself and I held myself to this really high standard. And sometimes I thought that that was my dad doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I would sometimes get frustrated with him and be like, dad, like, I can't, I can't run this race as fast as you want me to. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my head, I always knew, okay, I actually can. It's just that I probably don't want to, or I don't want to push myself that hard. So it wasn't that my dad was really holding me to the standard. He was just encouraging me to do my best. Oh, that's good. Um, Because I'm the same way. Yeah, Yeah. I get that. Okay, so Sarah, what would you encourage a dad to do if he doesn't know how hard to push his daughter? You know, and then she reacts. Any suggestions from your 20-year-old vantage point that you would say, dads, here's what would help? Yeah, I think just try your absolute best to kind of read her and know where she's at. She's always going to need her dad. And Mm -hmm. I think that all kids react differently or, you know, say, dad, I can't do this right now. But I think just, I think it really comes down to father's intuition on how hard to push your daughter. And I know I just didn't want to let my dad down, but just, I know that I knew that my dad was just being a dad and he wanted me to be my best, be my best self. Mm -hmm. So I think just know her limits and don't be afraid to maybe ask her how she's doing or how she feels. Yeah. Um, just ask her, you know, like have a one-on-one heart-to-heart conversation because I think that's something dads don't do a lot. And I know that me and my dad often have those and it really helps. Mm-hmm. And I think just like you said, use your intuition to know her limits. And I think when, when a dad sees his daughter reacting to his response, back off, right? It's like, that's your cue that that's too much. So instead of getting angry, just back off and be kind, like you said, and loving. Okay, number four, what's another way that a dad can raise an empowered daughter? Yeah, so I said to instill the love of Jesus in her. Mm. This is something that my dad has done for me, that this that is why I am who I am today. Wow, love it. Um, yeah, so obviously I've been raised um, in a Christian household and in a faith-filled home, but having my dad instill the love of Jesus in me, it comes from the parents, and it comes from, you know, how they treat their child, how they treat each other in their marriage, mm-hmm. and I think it comes from how they treat other people, you know, wherever you go. 
and this is something that I've seen my parents do, and I know wherever I go, I just know that I want to share God's love and God's grace because that's where that's why I'm here on earth, right? Mm. I'm supposed to spread the love of Jesus, and this is something that has gave me confidence. It's gave me comfort. It's pushed me outside my comfort zone, mm-hmm. but it's really just allowed me to be confident in my worth, knowing that it comes from Jesus and not society. Mm, that's so good. That's a great segue into your fifth point of how a dad can raise an empowered daughter. Yeah. So this one I said, teach her to not always be right, but instead always be kind and share God's love. Mm, love so it. This one is a, yeah, this one's a tough one for me because I, I like to be right. Me too. I'm a little bullheaded sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely a challenge to, to do this one. But I, I try my best, and I just know my dad always says, you know, Sarah, you can't always be right. And when you're trying to prove a point, he's always taught me that if you are kind and you speak with understanding and God's love, people are more likely to see your perspective of things mm-hmm. if you do it that way rather than if you're just, you know, bullheaded and, and want to be right all the time. Well, you know what comes to mind, Sarah, when you say that? You said teach her to not always be right. And I think dads, if they can know that sometimes they're teaching more by modeling the things they want yeah. their daughters to do. So if a dad is pushing to be right so that his daughter isn't right, it's going to bomb, right? So it's about yep. how do you model that it's okay to back off, even if your daughter thinks you're wrong. Okay, let it sit for a while. Okay, let's go to yeah. number six. What's the sixth okay. way a dad can raise an empowered daughter? Let her know that she is perfectly created by a God that loves her and that she never needs to change. Never needs to change. Okay, I can't help but now with that one, want you to share a little bit of your story about being bullied. You know, here you look different yeah. than a lot of kids. You only have part of the left arm. What does that look like for you in, in saying, I know God loves me and I don't need to change? So for me, obviously, like we all have differences, but mine is a little bit more obvious than everyone else's because it's a physical difference. People mm-hmm. can see that I'm missing my hand. So um, whether I'm at the grocery, whether I'm at the mall, wherever I go, I'm just constantly being stared at, right? Like people are wondering what happened to her. Why does she have one hand? She looks different. So that's something that, you know, I've had to deal with. It's a lot, a lot of stares. Mm -hmm. Um, And also in high school, you know, kids would say mean things or boys would say mean things, um, which can definitely get you down and it can be difficult. But for me, I knew that all these words that, you know, people were saying, I would say, you know, we hear the phrase sticks and stones, they break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I'm like, why do we say that? Because Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why do we teach our kids to say that, right? Yep. Do you have any examples of kids that have actually said something that you would say, how did you actually say that? That was so mean. Yeah. So in high school, I got a lot of, social media, um, bullying, so cyberbullying through Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I actually had one of my, one of my best friends in high school. Um, we ran cross country together and it was a boy and he had texted me and he said, Sarah, go live your imperfectly perfect life and kill yourself. What? And you said he was yeah. one of your best friends. Yeah, he was. Yeah. We were always together. Oh, um, my goodness. Did you ever talk to him about it? 
Yeah, I had, I don't remember what I said to him after he told me that, um, but I did talk to him about it and he just felt the same. And obviously, you know, we weren't friends after that. Right, right. But yeah, I think high school's tough and school's tough in general. I think Mm -hmm. that kids nowadays are going through a lot more than even when I was, you know, in school. Well, how did your dad help you work through that? I mean, because clearly yeah, you can like, tell that this you didn't take action. Some kids do when they're told that. How yeah, did your dad definitely. support you through that? Yeah, my, my dad always told me, Sarah, don't listen to the mean comments. Don't listen to the words, whether they're in your head, whether they're at home, you know, wherever these words are. Don't listen to them because they're not worth it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, sometimes, you know, it comes out of why do kids bully? You know, like that's the big question, but. He taught me that kids bully because maybe they're going through something really difficult in their life. And so I always try to look at it from that perspective that, well, they might be going through something that's, you know, harder than what I'm going through. So I would rather try to help them than, you know, but I always just, my dad said, you know, God loves you. That's Mm -hmm. what's most important. He made you this way. (laughs) Yes. He created this you. This, he created you this way for a reason and a purpose, and you have great purpose, and so does everyone else. And for me, knowing that was so much greater than any harsh word that anyone could have ever said to mm. me, because I knew that it didn't matter. Because the one person that you know that died for me, he loves me, and that's what matters. Mm. And your dad allied with Jesus' view of you, God the Father's view of you, saying, you're beautiful, you're perfect, just the way you are in my eyes. I have to believe your dad's view of you that way became internalized by you about yourself. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think that. I love that. Okay, number seven, drum roll. What's another way that a dad can raise an empowered daughter? Yes, this one kind of goes along with that. So I said you have to be a friend to have a friend. And this is something that my dad has definitely told me for years and instilled in me. Mm. And I think it's really, really important. Okay, so say more because you have to, you know, be a friend to have a friend. And you and I both know that on Venus, the planet where we live, right, not Mars, Mm -hmm. that there is a lot of friend drama. There's a lot of mean girls. You just shared a story of a mean boy. But I think more typically for us girls, girls can be brutal. So do you have any practical suggestions for dads maybe who don't understand their daughters and all the drama about (laughs) they may just say, don't be her friend anymore. Like cut her off, cut her off. And it's like not that easy, is it, for us? We're like, I don't know. How do you be a friend to someone maybe who's hard to be a friend to? Any suggestions? Yeah. So I think that what dads can do, I know they always say, you know, cut off the friendship, and that is more difficult than you would imagine. Something that I think my dad really taught me is to be a good listener. Mm-hmm. And he always taught me, Sarah, if your friend's you know, if they're not the best friend, but they might be going through something, just try to listen to their perspective and understand their perspective. And even if, you know, you're not friends or as good of friends as you were at a time, mm-hmm. he's always taught me to just try my best to still help them through what they're going through wow. and to just always be a friend to everybody, right? I know that in high school, for my high school, there was always cliques. Mm -hmm. And my dad taught me, you know, just stay out of the drama. 
It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth your tears. But just be kind to everyone. And typically, everyone will be kind back. And is this how uh, your dad treated you? Would you use the word kind as a consistent way your dad has treated you? Yeah, definitely. So look at how then that pours out. So your dad's not just telling you what to do or how to live. He's modeling it to you. And I love that because it's so hard, especially in adolescence, to not have it be all about us. But your dad was saying, Mm -hmm. look through their eyes. Think about what's going on in their life. And it's not all about you, which I think, oh my goodness, that's easier said than done. Okay, number eight. What's another way a dad can raise an empowered daughter? Yeah, once you start something, always finish it and see it through to the end. Mm, Good. Say more. Yeah, so I get asked the question from parents all the time, Sarah, how are you so strong? And they ask me, you know, how can we do this for our kids? And I think it goes back to when my dad said, Sarah, figure it out on your own first, and I'm here for you when you need it. But he always said, you know, if you start something, you have to finish it. Mm. There's no option. And so whether I wanted to give up if I had a bad one-armed day, you know, I would have loved to give up on that project that I talked about in the beginning. But my dad was like, no, you started this. You said you were going to do this, and you're going to finish it. And that's something that my dad has done all my life. Whether he starts something, no matter what that is, he always finishes it. Mm -hmm. And I think you... You get that satisfaction for yourself, but then you see how whatever you're doing, whatever you're finishing, you see how that can affect other people in a good way Mm -hmm. and all the good things that it brings. So I think it's really important that, I think this is a good one. Oh, I love it. Okay, number nine, another way that a dad can raise an empowered daughter by Sarah Stump. (laughs) Yeah, be a leader, not a follower. Ah, so is that your natural wiring to be a leader or is that something you've learned along the way? Yeah, I think I am naturally wired this way, but I also think that dads can teach their daughters to be a leader, you know, to stop. This goes back to the friend groups. Um, Mm -hmm. Girls often who hang out with, you know, mean girls become mean girls, right? Exactly. So it goes back to not following what everyone else is doing. Um, You know, don't change for a friend group or a boy that you like, but instead, you know, just be yourself, be who you were created to be, because that's when you're going to be your best self. I think that if a dad leads his family and shows this leadership skills himself, then I think his daughter will see that and she'll follow and look for that in his future husband and try to be that herself. I love it. Last one, the number 10 way that a dad can raise an empowered daughter. Yes. Stand up for what you believe in, even if it's against the norm. Oh, wow. Standing up and living out your truth. It's not always easy, is it? No, it's not. Tell us more about that one. My dad has always taught me that it's not about what's popular. It's about what you believe in and what you believe is right. And if people don't believe that, that's fine. That's their right. But share your thoughts and don't allow what they say to change your mind. Always stand your ground if that's what you believe in. But also, it goes back to kindness. Do so in a respectful and loving manner. Mm -hmm. So always stand your ground. But... Try not to, you know, do that disrespectfully. Mm, I love it. Okay, Sarah, can you repeat all 10 things? We'll do it from beginning to end. So if someone's just listening and hearing your story, this is Sarah Stump, and these are her 10 ways that a dad can raise an empowered daughter. Go. Never allow the word can't in their vocabulary. Teach her to be determined and never give up. Let her figure out challenges out on her own, but let her always know that you're there. 
Push her to always do and be her best, instill the love of Jesus in her. Teach her to not always be right, but instead always be kind and share God's love. Let her know that she's perfectly created by a God that loves her and that she never needs to change. Let her know that you have to be a friend in order to have a friend. And once you start something, always finish it and see it through to the end. Be a leader, not a follower, and stand up for what you believe in, even if it's against the norm. Wow. Sarah, at such a young age, there is such an anointing on your life, and I've loved talking with you. Today on Your Mark has been 10 ways that a dad can raise an empowered daughter. We've been talking with Sarah Stump, and she's given you as dads awesome practical ways that you can put your love for your daughters into action, and we know that these things apply to sons too. Well, as always, you can write to me at drmichelle@thedadwhisperer.com and let me know how you're doing, or you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com where I have more resources for you. And if you've enjoyed this conversation and want to hear more, you can hear every episode of The Dad Whisper on my website or on iTunes. Well, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson, The Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you as dads to be intentional and consistent in the way that you pursue your daughter's hearts today. Go dads!